The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back on this Friday morning. We're glad you're with us and I'm glad you're taking a few minutes out of your day in God's word and making us part of that. And we hope you had a great week and looking forward to a great weekend. Uh, We are in the book of 2 Corinthians. And so if you're following along, we're going to start 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm sorry, chapter 3. I don't know why I said that. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 this morning as we continue in our verse-by-verse, section-by-section study through this book. That's what we do here at Source of Truth Podcast. We just take time. We go through different books of the Bible and just walk through verse-by-verse and simply just unpack what the Bible says. Uh, there's no agenda. There's no position we're trying to go with. We're just, what is it that God told us from his word? And we're going to remember, as you look at these, what we call Pauline epistles, and both of the Corinthians are that. They are letters written from Paul to the church of Corinth. And, uh, and so this is the second letter that is written to the church of Corinth. And we're going to dig in a little bit. We talked a little bit about Paul's heart in, in the last section we looked at. But now we're going to talk, I guess we can say a little bit about Paul's pedigree. Uh, in, in these next few verses. And really what we're seeing is we're seeing the fruit of service. When you serve God and when you serve God through the church and ministering to other people, your ultimate goal is not what you can accomplish. It's not how you're seen. Your ultimate goal and your ultimate fruit is seen and changed lives. How are we impacting others? Uh, it's not about programs. It's not even about buildings or things of that nature. The service of Christ, when it's all said and done, is how is my life used to impact and influence other lives, uh, to encourage them, to help them, to bear their burdens, to see them get saved and come to Christ, to mentor them. There's all kinds of different ways and places that's needed to be able to do this, to encourage them when they come to church, to welcome them. There's all kinds of different aspects of this. But Paul will tell you in the verses we're going to read that this is one of the primary things. If, if you think you've found success in serving God, that's what you're going to find it in. So let's see what he says in that. Second Corinthians chapter 3, we're going to start in verse 1. The Bible says, Paul says, do we begin again to commend ourselves or need we as some others epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? So he says in verse one, because there's a lot of people in those days, we see this today, uh, commendations, references, you could say, um, do we need to send you a letter saying how good we are? Do, do we need other churches to brag on us so that you can find validity in us? He says, we don't need other people's opinions, letters. And a lot of times that would happen. It still happens today. In fact, if you read a book, and you read a book of somebody maybe you don't know that well. And so you're like, I'm wondering, should I read this book? Usually you open up uh, to acknowledgments or things, uh, places like that. There's a spot in there that other people, other people who are more well-known, they're well-known authors, they will put recommendations down. This is why this book is good or why you should listen to this author. And so if you don't know the author, you're going to look at this and say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to look at that. It's silly as it's Facebook or, or Instagram. Somebody wants to friend you on social media, you say, well, I don't know them. Well, let's see, do I have any friends in common? So that's where often you find some of this. And he says that some churches in those days, they would kind of send out a letter saying, this guy's really good. And Paul says, we don't need that. We're not worried about whether other people say we are of God or whether you need to send that to others. And then he explains why. He says in verse 2, Ye, the church, this Corinthian church, ye are our epistles, or epistle or letter written in our hearts, known and read 
of all men. He says, so we don't need anything in writing. We don't need references, recommendations. We don't need that. He said, you, this church, you and many others like it, but you are that letter. You are that epistle. You are that testimony of God's working in our lives. And what is he referencing? He's referencing a pagan culture turning from their pagan ways to Jesus Christ and a true solid church being established in the midst of an extremely pagan society. And he's saying this church is come out of a, of a of the more, one of the more pagan areas, come out to come to God and is beginning to grow and is beginning to flourish because that's the proof that God works in our life. I don't need other people to tell me they think that. This is proof. The working of God in our lives and in the lives through our ministry. God flowing through us, impacting and influencing other people. He goes, that's proof of God's working. And then he says in verse 3, For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. He said, ye are proof of God's work. The letters, the epistles, not, not something written in a, in a book, not in a history book, not in tables of stone. He says, you've been written on our hearts. You have changed our lives. You, you as coming to Christ are part of our family and we are part of yours and we can have that connection through, through Jesus Christ and that change, that connection, that's the fruit of God's work. That's where it says we serve and we, we have God's power and we're moving in that. He says in verse four, as such trust we have though through Christ to God words. He says in verse five, not that we are sufficient of ourselves, to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Verse 6, who also made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. So he says that this work we did, what we're seeing as proof, is that what we have done is not of ourselves. And a lot of times that's really what you get in a recommendation. You get all of the things that other people think you've accomplished. He goes, none of that really matters. And if we've accomplished anything, the fact is we've accomplished it through the power and the working of the Holy Spirit. That's really what we should be striving for. And he goes, so we can see this. He goes, Paul and God, verse 6, he made us able ministers of this New Testament, of this new. You have the old, the, the law, this old testament we call it. He goes, there's a new word, this new testament, this new era of church is really what we're looking at. He goes, and so it's not just in words, not just in letter. He goes, this is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit's working. And we want people to know this is not just more laws and more regulations. This is the Holy Spirit changing and transforming lives. That's what, we, what he's seeing there. And so he says as we go, he goes, the ultimate fruit, the ultimate proof of God's working and the ultimate desire of any minister. And when I see minister, I mean somebody who does it as a vocational full-time job, the pastor, assistant pastors, people of that, those serving in leadership in the church and boards and those serving on committees or those just teaching in a class or, or those inviting friends to come to church. And hopefully when they come to church, that they'll see a transformed life, hear from God and get saved. Uh, all of them, what they're looking for is God's Holy Spirit working in them or through them to change the lives of others. And that's all, every, every one of our goals, every one of our dreams and desires should be not to have, you know, the biggest of something or the biggest program. It's something that we could be used of God to be part of someone else's story. We can be used of God to see someone else's life completely changed, transformed, and renewed by God and we can be part of that. You know, God has uniquely given us the opportunity. He doesn't technically need us for this, but he's given us the opportunity to do this. But please remember, he's also given us the gift 
to do this. He, you can read Romans 12, you can read 1 Corinthians 12. We talked about we're one body and each of us have a different job and a different gift and we should use those gifts. Those gifts have been given to us by Christ, right, right by the Holy Spirit. And through that, each of us have a different gift, a different strength, a different weakness. And our job, our, our goal is to find where it is that that gift works and fits in the local church. And by the way, if you've been sent to a local church and you're in a local church, you have been gifted by God, by Christ, by the Holy Spirit, a unique gift that is to be used in that local church. It to be used, not necessarily just in the program, but in that local church. You are there for a reason. We often say church is not the same without you, and that's actually very accurate because God has given you something to you be used in there. And that is why God has you there. You're there to learn. You're there to grow. You're there to be encouraged. You're there to be strengthened. You're there to be mentored. And then turn around to turn that same investment into you right back into other people. It is supposed to be this constant cycle of somebody gets saved and disciples and grows and they turn around and do the same thing. So you look at this and sometimes people see, well, this is, of course, this is Paul. He's an apostle. It makes sense that he says these things. But this goes so much beyond the apostle or um, you know the, the pastors or board members or things like this. This goes to the heart of service for Christ, that this should be our heart. Now he's stating it as, a, as an apostle, we look at this should be our heart, that our ultimate goal is to see our fruit being used by God, our strengths being used of God, produce fruit for the kingdom, and to see other people's lives transformed through Jesus Christ. I hope that's an encouragement. I hope you really realize that even in strengths and weaknesses, you can be used of God. You can be used in an amazing way to change lives. And, and just look for the opportunities. When they come, embrace them, and you'll be amazed at what God desires and will do through you. Thanks again for joining us on this Friday morning, giving me a chance to be part of your day. I hope you're having a great day. I hope, I hope you have a great weekend. hope you join us on Sunday in worship. We'll be here at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, if you can't make it, our, we'll be live streaming that same service at 10 o'clock, and we just really hope it'll be encouragement as we worship our Savior together and look into God's Word. We have a missionary in our church that's reporting this weekend, so we look forward to hear a little bit about what God's doing in his ministry and their ministry. And so we hope you join us. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend and look forward to seeing you again on Monday.